In 2020, City Lab of Pittsburgh released a study that ranked Cleveland as the worst city in America for black women to live. A new podcast called Living for We is trying to figure out why and how to change that. The podcast interviews Cleveland residents about their experiences at work, at school, during visits to the doctor's office, and while in the community with each other in an attempt to answer the question, is Cleveland really as bad as they say it is for black women? Executive produced and hosted by Marlene Harris-Taylor, produced by NPR's IdeaStream Media Public in partnership with senior producer Hannah L. Reach of Evergreen Podcasts and with creative direction and production by Hey Friend Hey. The podcast covers topics like education, healthcare, and workplace challenges for black women, speaking with guests ranging from age 7 to 94. Episodes regularly include segments with Dr. Angela Neal Barnett, a national award-winning psychologist, and professor about the unfair expectations society places on black women, asking her for advice and how to cope and furthermore, how to challenge these ideas. Find Living for We wherever you listen to podcasts and on ideastream.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm Mara. And I'm Taz. And welcome back to Sisters Who Kill. You know, sometimes with these cases, I just look at them and I'm like, ugh. Can't we all just get along? Our players this week are Kanisha Fuller, our victim, Mario White, Alfreda's man, possibly Kanisha's man. Well, Ain't no possible. That don't make him your man. And Alfreda Fluker, our murderess. Alfreda Jen April Fluker was born on October 21st, 1980. Now, I couldn't find much about her upbringing, her background. I couldn't even figure out if she was originally from Birmingham, Alabama, that those details about her life just weren't available. Um, but I do know that she was on Facebook, even though she was one of those people on Facebook that don't go by their real name, don't really post a whole bunch of pictures of family and friends, probably just a whole bunch of memes like a lot of people in the discussion group. Most of her pictures, if there were any pictures of her, she was dressed up like maybe she was going on a night out, going to a gala, maybe going to a police gala because she actually had one picture that was of her posted in her police uniform. She was a part of the Birmingham Police Department. Now, she had been a part of the police department for 15 years. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what I'm about to say, that today is the day for you to start your podcast. You have everything that you need, your computer, a little microphone, and Spotify for podcasters. It is the all-in-one platform where you can host, edit, and record your podcast and distribute it everywhere. Where you're listening right now, you can have your podcast there. I promise, for real. And it's free. And you can make some money off of your podcast for free. Free money. Free money is out there. Just go get it by starting your podcast today. And she actually was a detective and assigned to the crime reduction team. Now, Afrida, she had been a part of the Birmingham Police Department for about 15 years, and she, eventually she became a detective at the department. She had three kids, and she also had herself a man. She was dating 
another detective at the force. His name was Mario Theodore White. And as far as we could see on his LinkedIn, he has been in law enforcement his entire career. The two fell in love. They were doing great. And they decided to move in together in 2016. So they never got married. Very common law. You know, this mine. I'm his. She's mine type of thing. What I really found interesting while researching this case is that they kept saying common law husband, common law wife. Um, You guys probably know and most people do know that there has to be at least 10 years of you guys being together and they at least were not living together for 10 years. Now they have been together and the relationship seemed to be going pretty well but there started to see be a few cracks in the surface and Alfreda started to think that Mario was cheating on her. And she didn't know with who. She didn't have any concrete evidence, but she just started seeing the signs. Kanisha Nicole, Kanisha Nicole Fuller was born on February 1st, 1977 in Bessemer, Alabama. She graduated from Winola High School and later ended up going to Alabama State University on a full track scholarship. A.S. 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 You. Shout out to HBCUs. I was there for that was my first school you know I loved Alabama State she was an elementary education major but she ended up leaving after two years in 1997 now according to her Facebook back in 2011 she was working as a manager for IHOP but I believe she had also transferred to like Lawson State Community College and was studying cosmetology her Facebook profile said that she had also been married in November of 2011 but there wasn't really much wasn't really much activity since 2015 so I don't know if she was still married at this time but she did have one teenage son people in her community said she had a big heart and she was always doing things for others she used to run on a track team called the Alabama Striders and earned many medals and trophies. And from there, she got the nickname Nightmare. And she went on to found her own track team, the Alabama Nightmare track team for kids in the city to help keep them out of trouble. She'd also feed the homeless on a regular basis, giving them grits and its, breakfast meals, just, you know, doing her best to give back. So remember y'all, Afri was having these sneaking suspicions And then one thing in particular happened. She was standing outside of her house as she sleep with her man. And a car comes pulling up. And it's pulling up really slow. And she sees that there's a woman in the driver's seat of the car. And she don't even know who this woman is. But this woman is staring dead at her. And giving her like the stank face. And Alfredo is like, who is this woman that I don't know riding by my house giving me the stank face looking out her window? She tries to brush it off, but something deep in her gut knew this has to do with Mario. I'll be damned if somebody ride by my house looking stank-faced at me riding slow. Especially if I'm the only person out there. Bitch, who you looking at? I bet you won't pull in this driveway. So one night, it's April 10th, 2020. It's around 10 p.m. and Alfreda is getting ready for bed. And Mario is getting dressed up. I'm going to bed you getting dressed what's going on 
He's uh, putting on his cologne. He's making sure that he look good, brushing his hair. He put his wave cap on early. Where are you going? And then she realized that he pops one of his little blue pills. Where are you going? <laughs> she asked him. And he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He don't tell her nothing. And so she gets to argue, nigga, where the fuck are you going? Like, you not finna, where are you going that you got to pop one of them pills? First of all, I'm probably the only person to know that you pop them. Where are you going? You're my man. But Mario is not having that. They get to argue and they get to argue and the argument gets physical. And once it gets physical, Mario's like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Like, I don't need this shit. He's already dressed up anyways. He leaves. She asked him again, where are you going? Where are you going? He's like, I'm going to my cousin's house. Shit. Leaves. So Mario, he goes to his cousin's house. He's there for like 15 minutes. But oh, baby, guess what? Alfreda, she's not going to let this go lying down. You're not going to tell me where you're going. Guess what? I have a GPS on you. I'm not sure. It's 2020, remember? April 10th, 2020. So I'm not sure if she, they just shared locations and it was like, find my iPhone. I don't know if it was an AirTag. I don't know what it was. But she was able to figure out where he was he did go to his cousin's house he stayed there for about 15 minutes and after that he went to a place called Germania Park now Mario and Kanisha had agreed that they were going to meet up and they were just going to chat at the neighborhood park and when Mario left he was in his unmarked service police vehicle so Alfreda is following Mario to Germania Park in Birmingham, Alabama, and she gets there. She sees two cars. She sees Mario's city-issued unmarked police truck and another car that she didn't recognize. She walks up to Mario's car, and she sees him and another woman naked on top of him. So, of course, she just, you know, if you're naked on top of him, y'all must be fucking. Period. So... <laughs> She starts screaming and hollering, and her and Mario get to fighting again, getting physical. And then she's like, you know what? I got something for that ass. She goes back to her truck and pulls out a gun. She starts walking back with her gun, and Kanisha and Mario can see her headed towards them, but they couldn't get out of there fast enough, and Alfreda fired 15 shots into the passenger side of this car. Streaming October 6th on Paramount Plus. First place I learned about death was a pet cemetery. Dead things buried in that land would come back. There's something else. Something's wrong with Timmy. He needs time to adjust. That's not Timmy. Something's talking through him. Sometimes dead is better. Pet Cemetery, Bloodlines, Rated R, streaming only on Paramount Plus. So after she empties the clip 15 rounds of her service weapon into the truck, Mario tries to leave the scene. He's got Kanisha still in the front seat of the car. He ends up putting the car in reverse, returning back to the scene, and starts arguing with Alfreda again. Kanisha is shot three times out of those 15. Mario, not hit at all. And they're arguing, arguing, arguing and Kanisha is laying there bleeding out and nobody is calling for help 
soon they start arguing about who's going to take her to the hospital. What do we do now? They start arguing back and forth. What are we going to do? How are we going to take her to the hospital? Are we going to take her to the hospital? You can't just leave her vehicle there. People going to wonder where the hell she's at. Once they keep arguing, Mario then pushes Alfreda down. And then Alfreda gets up and she's like, okay, well, let me at least check on the girl. Goes around the truck leans herself up against the truck leans in and say hey baby girl you okay bitch do i look okay do i look okay do you not see blood you think i'm gonna be like all all things are good over here kanisha she is sitting in the truck and all she can do is nod like she's clearly bleeding out she's in need of immediate medical attention so i heard that when they were arguing he was saying something like what are we gonna do with her body we can't we can't take her in or something like that and she was like don't worry i'll handle it imagine being alive and hearing people be like okay what are we gonna do with her body all right i'm gonna take care i'm gonna make sure she what are we gonna do with her car we gotta make sure you get like hello <laughs> hello Now, the police ended up being picked up on this because they have an automatic shots fired in Birmingham because have you seen First 48? So police were already dispatched to the area and there also were witnesses that heard the shots because hello, you're in a park. Even though it's late at night, there's neighborhoods. They're going to hear 15 shots and people were already calling the police. Now, when the police get there, they find Kanisha who is laying there shot multiple times all by herself they find her and they rush her to the uab hospital where she later dies those three shots hit her in the leg the arm and in her head from the crime scene they could tell that the truck was an unmarked birmingham police vehicle and concluded that kanisha had to have been there with a current detective also alfreda's white jeep was left at the scene and i'm sure that's how they identified her as a person of interest. The Jeep was left in the middle of a field in the park. So it's already kind of suspicious, kind of things aren't how they should be. And we have this body inside of a police car. They're like, okay, the nature of this murder is kind of domestic. Like y'all knew her, something was going on. This ain't just something happened. This is something went down and it's, it's, it's a bigger story to tell here. So, They further investigate Alfreda and see that her phone was at the park at the time of the murder using cell phone records. And since she's a detective, they know exactly where to find her at her mama's house. And it was not hard to bring her in. Investigating some more, they did find out that Mario was also at the scene, which they thought was awfully fishy because, like we said, no person called 911. It was the shots fired. So, Alfreda, you didn't call. Mario, you didn't call. Y'all are both people who are supposed to uphold the law. And a murder just went down and nobody thought to call or continue or start an investigation. And y'all go together. And that's not to mention, does it come up later where it talks about the shell casings? Like, hello, you shot from your service weapon. Right. You wasn't going to find out whose gun this these bullets are registered to everything is registered to the state everything that you use to involve this crime is registered to the state they know exactly what the hell's going on crazy so they placed mario on a leave while they investigated kanisha's death 
Now, all this was basically preliminary investigation. And since the two were off-duty police officers, they was like, okay, we are a little too close to this case. We're going to have to hand this one over. Because everybody, it's all involving people of the department. How are you going to investigate the department? You won't. Like, we see them two together at the Christmas parties. And now, all of a sudden, she's arrested for murdering his new lover. For fucking in murdering with the service weapon in the in her service vehicle. That's too much. I know that chief was pissed. You saw that uh, video when he came out. He's like, all right, you guys, I got bad news. The chief was like, I got bad news. I'm just going to tell y'all what it is. Listen, he said, I don't know if he, you know, people would be like just talking. But he said, unfortunately, the laws apply to these officers and we have to hold them up to the law. I was like, what do you mean, unfortunately? Right. But no, he definitely tried to act like he didn't know he was like there were whispers of them being together. It was just all of a sudden and out. It's like it's I guess it was something like people didn't really talk about, but it was very much known at the office that them two was together. They had been they had together been living, for years. living together for, for four years. But he really tried to act like he didn't know. He he was he was in the media. I'm sure that that detective has seen I mean the what if the chief has seen them at the Christmas parties where they've gotten fucked up together. So on April 11th, 2020, seven hours after the murder occurred, she was arrested at her mama's house. Like Tazzy said, they was over there in West Birmingham. She was charged with multiple crimes, including capital murder of Kanisha and attempted murder of Mario White. Apparently she ran home right to her mama's house. She ran through the door. She was like, they coming to get me. Oh, mama, they coming to get me. I would have been like, girl, why are you here? If they're coming, why are you coming here? Alfreda is arrested and the detectives are trying to figure out what's going on. So, of course, they bring Mario in and they talk to him. Now, the first thing that Mario says is that at the place, he was like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't know of anything, but I did hear shots because there were several black males that were uh, that were shooting out there. And they were like, hmm, are you sure about that? Because we have witnesses that say that they specifically heard a man and a woman arguing so we're looking definitely for a man yes but we're also looking for a woman and we're not looking for a group of people and he was trying to keep that lie up and eventually mario had to tell the truth imagine sitting in a uh, i hate getting caught in a lie like imagine sitting there and everybody's watching you behind that mirror screen all your bosses and friends and colleagues are you getting interviewed by the state because when you're lying, you're um, just sitting there the whole time thinking, is it time and, to give it up yet? Is it, if I, do I buckle down or give up? Buckle down or give up? Right, right. I just, anyways, he eventually tells the investigator that Alfreda was the one responsible. But then he says that he was on his way to Bessemer, Alabama. He was going to visit family because he had a sick family member that was going on their last days and he wanted to be there with them. And on his way, Kanisha was like, hey, I just want to text him. It was like, hey, I just want to meet up. Can we meet up in Gresham Park? And he was like, all right, cool. He was like, I just going to meet her, say, hey, figure out what we had to talk about before I went to Bessemer, Bessemer, Bessemer. 
And then he says, okay, so we were there. We were talking in our vehicles. Maybe we were talking there for 15 minutes. He was, and then she got into the Dodge Durango, the city issued car. And she was telling me about this catering business that she wanted to start. She actually gave me a flyer for the catering business. And when we were about, I don't know, 10 minutes into the conversation, we see headlights and then all of a sudden open fire. He runs off and he's like, he doesn't even know who's shooting. He tells Alfreda that she needs to go ahead and get down. And he's like, you know, I'm from the area, so I know the ways to get in and out, the ways to get around any kind of traffic. I know the back road. So he's trying to tell her where to go. He speeds off. He tells her to get down and then he speeds off. Once he get out the park, he's like, oh, fuck, my gun's in the back of the other car. So he's like, I'll just I'll just run back. I'll get to my weapon so I can shoot at anybody that comes our way. Right. So he goes, gets his weapon. He go. he's on his way. And then he looks back and he sees a Black Forge Ranger pull up. And he's like, and then next thing I know, it's Alfreda. She drop, jumps out of the car and she's waving a gun around and she's yelling and screaming and going off. I'm telling her to calm down. She's just going off. He's like, and then to save everybody, I run and I tackle Alfreda and I'm trying to snatch the gun from her. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you know me, I'm trained in this shit. Un- undo the clip, see what it is. Clip is empty. And I'm like, it was you? Oh my gosh. And then he says, After that, I push her to the ground. I go back to the car. I check on Kanisha. And when I check on Kanisha, Alfreda flees the scene. And I'm sitting there. I'm in shock. And I realize I don't even have her gun. Like, she somehow got her weapon back from me. And so I call the detectives. I call and I told a detective to come and pick me up. Now, y'all know this was a lie, right? Because we all know that Mario did not call anybody to come pick him up. Nor was he at the scene of the crime. We're all good. We're all on the same page. Everything I just told you was a lie. Cool. Let's keep going. Now, Chris says that Mario was allowed to go in and out of his cop car while they were still processing it at the scene. He says he got a large satchel out of his vehicle and put it in another detective's car. And that was seized as evidence. Now, Mario swore that he and Kanisha were just talking about a catering business. Nobody was having sex in the car. What are you even talking about? And, of course, that was a lie. Chris even said that witnesses around there said that they heard a man and a woman arguing, and then they heard gunfire. The witness says that he goes outside and he checks and he sees the two of them arguing between their cars at the park's exit. He says he couldn't hear or make out what they were saying, but the woman was obviously very upset. Chris recovered 15 shell casings from the scene, and all 15 of those shell casings matched Alfreda's 9mm service weapon. The majority of the damage was done to the passenger side of the vehicle where Kanisha was sitting. And after bringing Kanisha in, the witness who Chris was talking to at the night of the murder comes back in and is able to identify Alfreda from a lineup. So the cars are stacked against her. Heavy. On June 24th of 2020, Alfreda has her preliminary hearing to see if this case is able to go to trial. And so Mario is telling his same story about the catering business and there was nothing funny going on. And when 
Alfreda's attorney questioned Chris at this preliminary hearing. He definitely did not stick to Mario's story and definitely said no. They were having sex in the front of that car at the time of the shooting. So they're still trying to figure out what her charge is going to be. That's what this whole hearing is about. We're not at trial yet. And Alfreda's attorney urges the judge to consider, you know, why don't you think about reckless manslaughter instead of capital murder and attempted murder? Like he said, I quote, I quote, (laughs) he said, quote, I urge the quote. He said, quote, I urge the court to think seriously about what happened and how it happened and the tales of and the tales Mr. White told. She was shooting at Mr. White's car. Correction, it was the state's car. She had no idea who was in the car and was not shooting at whoever got it, end quote. No, basically saying, did you not hear this tale of Mr. White cheating and him saying that he didn't have sex with her in the car, but she says that he did and they were clearly in a relationship so maybe there is a lapse in judgment and maybe you know I could see an attempted murder of Mario but really I can't and they're saying that you know it wasn't just because it was who she was it wasn't just because it was Kanisha it was because of everything that happened maybe the charges could be shifted a little bit then her attorney was like while we are waiting trial Could she be out on bond? So they asked if she could have bond. He's like, listen, she's a single mother of three children now. She's their sole support. All of a sudden, these children, they're trying to figure out what's happening with these children outside of this prison. Their life changed in an instant. And she needs to be out on bond just to just make sure that her kids are straight. The judge said, "Mm mm-mm. I'm sure he was in the mood to make an example. Mm Mm-mm. Just because she's a police officer does not mean that she's special. Yeah, you embarrass everybody like that. We had to be out here and say one of our own. Nah, no bond, no bond. They said, quote, because the defendant is charged with a capital offense, the defendant is not entitled to, nor is this court obligated to, set a bond at this time. The prosecution definitely agreed because you rolled up and you fired 15 shots. Now, remember, this was 2020 that this happened and all this this hearing was happening at the very beginning of the pandemic. So there was really only a handful of family members from both parties allowed in the hearing for this time. The judge sat and he took the information in and he said, you know what? Yeah, there's enough probable cause for us to take that shit to trial, bitch. Take that shit to trial, bitch. Take that shit to trial, bitch. Take that shit to trial. Her trial was set to begin in September, but they never got past jury selection because Judge May declared a mistrial about 2 p.m. like the first day. He said there were some prospective jurors who made it impossible for him to see a fair and impartial jury. He didn't give too much detail on what had happened, but they said that it was multiple jurors with multiple issues during the jury selection. And allegedly, one juror had some, quote, inappropriate conduct, unquote, towards another potential juror that led to shutting this whole shit down. Which, like, the drama, right? The drama. You, but, Multiple you know, jurors. a little corrupt, so mm, I can see if the police is in there. We are talking about Alabama. She had a new trial set for her November 14th of 2022. 
Now, this trial only lasted four days. And at the trial, the prosecutors claimed that on April 10th of 2020, Alfreda found out about Marion Kanisha's year-long affair when she followed him home to the park that night. They said things escalated quickly and she fired 15 shots from her service weapon. The prosecution described Alfreda as ice, intentional, cold, calculated, exact. She thought she was crafty with that one, didn't she? Now, Alfreda's defense attorney, Mr. Erskine Mathis, said that Alfreda acted out of a heat of passion when she saw Mario and Kanisha in a, quote, compromising position in the car's front seat which is like it's wild because everybody know that the front got less tint than the back so you weren't even trying to hide shit like you really just out there right you really just thought you was gonna get away with this right if you trying to hide something you gonna at least have to take it to the second row get a little extra a little extra shield or else y'all really just he might, it. Not, he might not have wanted to take that auto lock off would have fucked his ass up man you in a cop car. Don't they, don't they have a special type of child's lock back there? I'd hope so. I don't think in an unmarked. It's more like a detective car, not for suspects. An arrest is rest. And let me tell you something. Every single one of them cars better be able to arrest. As much as we paying for these chargers. And I've seen the most regular, degular, nice-ass, American, muscle-ass, Regular cars. I saw an undercover police car with viper stripes. You better be able shit. to arrest somebody. That's some shit they get off the... But see, those are marked. But they're talking about like them little like sedans or whatever. It'd be a little Altamore or whatever. No, girl. That was an unmarked car. The only reason it was because it was set up somewhere blocking something off with its lights on that I knew that it was a police car. It was an unmarked car other than that's, that. That's what I'm and saying. And we on the road unmarked cars are still police cars because we be on the road and unmarked cars and Gabe is always like you see this this is this is how you can know it's an unmarked car because he's really into that unmarked cars are still still have the lights and should have the special child proof <laughs> so yeah her lawyer is talking he's like listen manslaughter sure she did it right but capital murder that's excessive you know it was some wild things going on. She was shocked. Listen, she he says she didn't intend to hit anybody. She didn't intend to kill anybody. She was extremely reckless and foolish in what she did. But she was absolutely outraged that he would do her this way. For a short time, she didn't even know what was going on. It's giving. Well, I was in such a state of shock. Yeah. I don't know what happened next. It's giving snap. Completely blacked out. It wasn't until I saw the blood on my hands that I even knew they were dead. So, Miss Mathis, she's going on talking about. Um, so the lawyer, Miss Mathis, is going on and is like, "Listen, Alfreda says that she drove to the park and opened fire, but." She thought she was shooting high in the air. When she finished emptying her gun, she went over to see if anybody was hurt. And that's when Mario knocked her to the ground, took her pistol, which still, by the way, has not been found, recovered, turned in. Her service weapon? 
service weapon. They gonna start putting air tags on y'all service weapons. <laughs> Girl, in addition, they could not find her city issued computer, her police radio. None of her police electronics were ever recovered. Where are they at? I'm looking towards Somebody Mario. Helped her. helped her. She was caught immediately. Nobody helped her. <laughs> but somebody might have helped themselves because Mario was never charged with anything. Which is wild to me. I'm with sick of anything. I'm sick of these episodes where these niggas are getting away with murder. You are getting away with murder. Murder. And these women, they just can't believe. Oh, my gosh. They just can't believe that these women did this. And never look at the nigga. You deserve to be in jail for murder as well. Niggas don't ever get charged. And he has not spoken to her since this day. Oh, I bet he hasn't. The jury, they're hearing everybody's side of the story, but they're still like, what the fuck actually happened? Mario has a story. Alfreda has a story. What's the truth? And you know there's three sides to every story. And in this case, we had a witness, 911 call, and they were there to testify in court. And they said that Mario and Kanisha were together, and they were interrupted while they were together in the car doing he was like i don't know if they were having sex but they were definitely together in the car and i mean and it's damn near midnight let's not act up and suddenly they were interrupted they were interrupted the 15 shots rang out didn't know who was hit we know that she was but the witness didn't know mario he drove the car with kanisha in the passenger seat hit Drives up, stops at the exit of the park. Waits there. Backs up a little bit like he was waiting on the shooter. Like he knew exactly who the shooter was. All this time, remember, Kanisha is sitting there in the passenger seat. uh, Alfreda pulls up like we know that she does. He gets out. They start arguing We know what happens after that. So Mario, you're saying lie after lie. Kanisha, your story ain't all the way there either. But the big thing is that Mario, you're standing there waiting on the killer. Like he waited on Alfreda to come back up. You're waiting on her while Kanisha is dying in your front seat. The witness says that they argue some more. Alfreda flees the scene. And then he starts seeing the police show up. Now, Alfreda gets on the stand and she testifies in her own behalf. She says that she saw them having sex in the car. She said, quote, they were having sex in the passenger seat in the work truck. She was on top of him and they were having sex. All I could visualize was them having sex in the truck that I ride in every day. I got to go to work in that. Come on now. This man, he found out that his wife was cheating on him. Sidebar story. This man, he found out that his wife was cheating on him in the house, in their bed. And he set the bed on fire. Mm. He got arrested. He out on bail. They're going through a nasty divorce. But he set that bed on fire. And you know what? Like, I kind of don't blame him. Like, I, you fucked in this bed, the one that I be laying in. 
Right. In my seat. Got my seat settings all fucked up. Back on story. They're still talking to Alfreda. She's still on the stand. And she says that she went back to her truck. She pulled out her weapon. And she was like, I just started recklessly firing. Like, I... I was pissed. I wanted Mario to know that he had to stop playing with me. I wanted him to respect me. And that's the crazy thing about wanting respect that I'm learning. It's not, Mara's still learning. And I'm really trying not to be on this show, trying to make, keep me into as a two-man band. But one thing that I do know is that anger is the one place where you lose your control. I mean, where you lose even control of the situation. Because once you blow up, oh, you're now you crazy. Once you shoot her, now you in prison. Right. Now, now I have they have a reason to respect you. You lost that power. I was talking to my sister about this. She was saying, she was like, you know, my, you're a Taurus, but my sister's a Taurus too. But, you know, they say the May Taurus and April Taurus are different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a May Taurus. Mm-hmm, and she's an April Taurus. Anywho, I'm a Scorpio. And she was like, see, that's the difference between me as a tourist and you as a Scorpio. She was like, I'll get my revenge. And she was like, but I'm patient with it. Like, I'll take my time to get the right revenge. She was like, y'all Scorpios, y'all sacrifice yourself just to get it. I said, and will? We gonna die together. But like, we, you gonna feel it. Even if I gotta feel it too. She said, it's just like, you know, Drake and Scorpio too. Drake said, uh money for revenge that ain't uh something like that ain't expensive or, or it's worth the price some shit like that but yeah i'll pay that price i i'll come off of mine a little bit just to give it to you wow just so i know you felt it if, if, if yeah, i gotta I hurt me to hurt you we just gonna be two road. hurt motherfuckers yeah i don't necessarily believe in the high road um That's the end of that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I decided not to expand. (laughs) Uh, So she says that she was recklessly firing her gun and she claims that she didn't intend to hurt anybody. And she testifies that she actually tried to render aid to Kanisha and take her to the hospital but Mario stopped her and said, no, no, she can't talk. Uh, well, yeah. If you said, baby, are you okay? He's going to say, no, nah, no, nah, she can't talk. Was that you rendering aid? Was that the aid? Listen. That was the help. At this point, you might as well not have asked me. I would have rather you not ask me. I'm not going to sit here and hold you. If you done shot me and you know that you're about to leave me here, don't ask me if I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. That pissed me off the second two times in a row. That was cold <sighs> word for, are you still alive? <laughs> <laughs> that is not okay. Don't ask me shit. Take me to the motherfucking hospital. Drop me off. Like, just roll me out. The trial comes to a close, and I'm sure you guys guessed it. Alfredo was found guilty of capital murder. Now, sentencing took place on Monday, February 6, 2013, and the prosecution actually wasn't seeking the death penalty. They were seeking life without the possibility of parole, and that's exactly what she got, life 
without the possibility of parole. The district attorney, Danny Carr, said, quote, no one is above the law. We hope that this sentence today finally gives victims' families some peace. But if you ask Kanisha's family and her loved ones, they'll never have peace because they'll never have their friend, their daughter, their uncle, aunt, cousin, homegirl back. And that's what she was saying. I seen the video of her mom and she was just like, I mean, yeah, but she she was like, you have upset the lives of people forever. Like, there's no making this right. And it's not. right. Can't take back death. And I think that's a crazy thing. Even like us doing the podcast, some people get very desensitized to it. And I think people don't even realize, like, a whole family is shattered. Right. When you should have shot that nigga. And shattered his whole family. She wouldn't have let him die. But she wasn't shooting in no damn air. No, no, she wasn't. I would have, even if you pull your weapon and you scared a bitch, like you don't actually, people always like, if you pull it, you better shoot it. But you're always, you're not always around thug ass people. Sometimes if you just pull it, scare that bitch off, she ain't coming back. But it's just, I promise you, she not coming back at a, (laughs) where she just, unless she about about it, girl, she ain't coming back. And you know who you're dealing with walking into. You should. Don't, don't ever walk into things without knowing who you walking into them with. This story is way too goofy for it to be involving two police officers. Like, even just the lies. I don't get it. Y'all know how this works. Y'all got the upper hand. And the lies weren't even good. They were bad. Yes, you have the upper hand. Your first call should have been to somebody on that force that you trusted. Somebody owe you a favor. What? Hold on, wait. Y'all, it's time for... Well, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I ain't do it, but if I did, this is how I would have got away with it. Yes, continue, Tazzy. I ain't do it, but if I did, I'd have had somebody who owed me a favor down at that station. And it might not have saved her. Com- yes. It might not have saved her completely, but I feel like they could have at least slowed it down, stalled it, cleaned up the crime scene. Oh, oh, I ain't called 911, but I called this person, and then maybe they hauled or they, they dragged their feet, get to the thing. But it was called in, you know what I'm saying, given time for whatever to take place that needs to take place. But but I, he, I feel like they did call in that favor when the service weapon and all the electronics Don't miss yeah. did not show up. Because I'm sure if they were found, you and I would have a longer episode today. <laughs> I can fill them in. Maybe that should be my Patreon of me just filling in the blanks of stories. And be like, this are, these are all fake. But here's Mara's take on every story. <laughs> um, I didn't do it, but if I did... I would have shot, damn, I already said that. I would have shot him. Like, I didn't do it, but if I did, I probably would have just actually taken the girl to the hospital. Uh, Absolutely. And I actually would have just let the story come out because if she lives and it's some crazy love triangle story and you get, like, attempted murder and you lose your job, but you're still out or you're maybe out in 13, 15 years, that's a lot better. And if she lives because you actually like rendered aid like you were supposed to, best case scenario, I mean, less than 10. Now, what I think is the craziest part of this whole story is 
apparently the triangle is supposed to connect on all sides. And so the triangle is supposed to connect on all sides. And so, like, some people are saying that Kanisha was not only fucking around with Mario, but Kanisha was also fucking around with Alfreda. See, that thickens the plot. Because I've seen these play out. I know people where a couple has a threesome, but he, but that's his home girl. Because he says to her that, oh, this is just a friend. So even if it was like a, a night, that night is enough for people to feel like they can cross boundaries. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I didn't do it, but if I did, I just want to say for the record that... I would have left that nigga. And it may just be me, but I have no problem. And I know that there, I actually know people exist that are different. I have no problem packing up my life and moving away from anybody or anything at any point and any time. <laughs> I saw this post on Facebook and it was like, people be fo- so afraid to start over. I'm on like my fourth life, y'all. I am on my like, she, I go through, I go make a new life every two to three years. But low key, packed up me, packed up my kids, and I couldn't find out for sure if the kids were his or um, were they from a previous relationship. Either way, I would have packed up me and my kids, and we would have been fucking. I out. will also say that this she, this story was like not expounded on for it to be so juicy, and maybe they're trying to say whatever probably, dignity they have for the police station because i mean what's out there is already messy are you not embarrassed i'm sure they were embarrassed like actually got your whole relationship all over the internet all over the news oh my gosh and then her mugshot her mugshot looks like she's embarrassed she looks like the picture that she is getting taken is being taken by the girl that she has coffee with every morning and she looks like everybody that she knows and works with and hey and saw at the Christmas party and at the fucking Thanksgiving potluck, they all peeping to see she looks embarrassed. And I would be so embarrassed. Like, yeah. girl, I didn't do it. But if I did, I would have done it in another county. I'm telling if you. He fucking y'all. around. You should have just laid low. You should have took pictures. You should have just gathered your evidence. And you should have went to Walmart. You should have got a new locks, changed the locks on that motherfucking door, and tell that nigga to kick rocks. That's what I would have done. And his shit would have been out the fuck side. And if he came in, and if he banged down this door, baby, we would have an issue. But either way, I don't think pulling out your service weapon is the best choice definitely not and i have a problem with we've seen a lot of cases where officers or um um, law enforcement officers or uh, military officers they are committing crimes with their service weapons so what are we doing to regulate the guns that are coming out to the police by the government, how are we making sure that they're using those good those guns for good? Anybody know? No? Because we still can't find her weapon. 
We just know it was from her weapon. Nobody knows? Crickets, crickets. Okay, I just want to put that tidbit there and we can talk about it later. Them the real terrorists. Them the real scary folks. Pearl or no pearl? Ugh. See, here's my thing. I don't think that she should have gotten murdered. I do think she tried to shoot her. See, no, maybe she should have. I just feel like he should have got charged as well. Because you were lying to us. He called in his favor. She wasn't in the position. She got arrested too quick to call in her favor. He called in his favor. Because he didn't get charged or nothing. And he lied a couple times. I feel like I would have either rather her get like a lesser charge or parole. It's wild, but I don't know if it's given life. Because if you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you you would have done the same. And that's what I keep thinking, that I just, I be trying to say, Mariah, watch a crazy, watch a crazy, because I'm a little off my rocker, and I just feel like, I don't know. If I would have been there, if I would have seen it. Yeah. Or parole, but like one or the other. So a lesser charge. They tried to make an example out of her because (laughs) you're a black woman police officer that killed somebody with just service weapon over a love triangle. The men could just write you off, protect the other man, and leave the woman out to dry. I'm with you, Taz. Should have called in a favor. Because he called in his for sure. Uh, I think that's it. You got it? You have any more? Yeah, per- Did you say parole or no parole? Oh, yeah. You said parole or a lesser charge. Let's. Okay. All right. That's the end of the show. So let's read some reviews and get out of here. This one says, Precious Doe episode. I've never written a review before, but I finally had to do it. I love this podcast, and I'm very depressed when I wake up on Fridays and don't see an episode in my feed. I love the work that you do, and your latest episode was one of my favorites. I can relate to some of Precious Doe's circumstances, and I love the way you presented her story. The way you made us fall in love with this little baby girl and wish that her mom had just left her where she was once she got out of jail is the reason I finally had to write a review. I love the work you do. Keep up the black girl magic and keep giving us your takes on some of the lesser known cases. Thanks. I think a lot of people are scared to listen to our kid episodes, but like, I mean, we put all the stuff in there, but I think we tell it in a very, I don't know. I feel like it's softer or something the way we do it. All right, this one is from Denise. Denise says, you ladies make my day go by fast. I love delivery of every episode and you all make it come to life. Keep up the great work. Hashtag SWK rocks. Thanks. Um, If you want to keep up with us, you can. You can leave us a review anywhere. You can write a review on Facebook. You can do one on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us if you're on Spotify. You can do one, I think, on Audible, on Amazon. Write us a review. Tell people about us. And you can email us if you'd like to, sisterswhokillpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Sisters Who Kill, on Instagram, Sisters Who Kill Pod, TikTok, Sisters Who Kill Podcast, and you can join the discussion group and talk about everything true crime. Anything else, friend? Talk to us, we talk about. Bye.